everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with the one and only <laughs> Mr. Nathan Wagnon. <laughs> I, I hope there's only one of yeah, me. <laughs> you, you've been here a couple times. Yeah. We'll link those episodes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the whatever. things. Yeah. But we are in Genesis 25, talking about Esau. And I'm going to let you just take the mic okay. and teach us. Well, there is a mic right here, so I'll take it. All right. I think it's interesting when you come to this passage because just like any time, if anybody's ever heard me teach at Watermark or on a podcast or whatever, um, they know that you don't just start in Genesis 25. Like, you don't just go look at this verse and read it and go, okay, Lord, what are you going to teach me today? Like, don't do that, all right? Please. Um, In in fact, it's a, um, I think it's helpful even to use the right terminology. So, like, a lot of times we'll use book of Genesis when in reality it's like, no, this is the Genesis scroll. Mm -hmm. Like, this was a, this was a, a unified body of work that came out of ancient Israel, and it's telling a story. Um, it, it's actually telling a really important story. So you have Genesis 1 to 11, which is uh, the the Hebrew prologue. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of things that are being set up there, not just introducing the deity to us, that God is one who creates out of love and has an interest in his creation and and loves it deeply. But also, it's it's also setting up, hey, what is what is sin? What is this brokenness? What is this uh, this dysfunction? that's happening among us. And what's really interesting is in the in the Genesis scroll, sin or the effects of sin are often portrayed as exile. Hmm. So like you're you're in or you're out. You're in the garden. You're and you're out. out of the garden. Yeah. That's right. And so a lot of times we, you know, in Western Christianity, there's much more of an emphasis on uh, sin as some kind of judicious um, guilt or something that needs to be judged. Hmm. When in reality, in the Genesis scroll, you, they're seeing sin more as exile, like, hey, you're outside of the camp. Um, Separation. Separated, yeah. And and then what you see really from Genesis 12 with Abram, Abraham on is the Hebrew prologue play itself out multiple times. Like, it's it's a... Uh, and at the end of the day, what is happening is you're seeing people repeat the same uh, actions that cause exile, right? Where people are continuing to be in the league with this chaos creature who is seeking to pull people away from Yahweh. Mm-hmm. And so what you're seeing uh, is really a lot of dysfunction. I mean, you know, a lot of sometimes people who aren't as familiar with the scriptures are like, oh, we just really need to try to be like people in the Bible and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's they're, jacked They're up. messed up. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it's real quick, it's like, a, you know, a, Abraham, like, has this beautiful wife and they go to Egypt and he's like, I don't really, why don't, Pharaoh, why don't you just take my wife? It's yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? Right. What in the world? Um, you know, come coming back, you know, Sarah's doubting God, uh, a lot is in with the Sodomites. Like, it's just, a, you know, everything's going crazy. Even the way that uh, Isaac and Jacob end up getting their wives mm. is messed up. J- messed up, you know. And so you have in Genesis um, 25, you have the birth. Uh, well, there's a lot of things going on, right? They're, you're, they're establishing um, the line. And which is a big deal in the ancient world. And, and I was thinking about that. It's like uh, a lot of times we do the same thing. Like if it's kind of like, hey, Billy Bob down the street said something and everybody's like, well, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, you know, hey, um, President so-and-so said something, everybody cares. They care a lot. They're, yeah, exactly. They care a lot. Well, that the way that 
the ancient world did that to where they're saying pay attention to this is they they told genealogies. They showed you who they, they were showed you to. who this person was. And so it made it like, hey, you need to pay attention to this person. Hmm. It's a marker for people. Anyway, so the first part of Genesis 25 is actually don't skip over it, right? Even though you may not be able to pronounce the names and do all that stuff, like it's don't ignore it. I can't pronounce the name. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, but then you have, you know, the birth uh, of of Esau and Jacob. So Esau's mm-hmm. the firstborn. Jacob, you know, is grabbing at his heel. Right. Um, which it's interesting because their mom, Rebecca, right, is like, dude, what in the world is going on inside of mm-hmm. my womb right now? Like, like hello, God. Literally, the, literally, the Hebrew idiom says, I don't want to be pregnant anymore. Uh, like, yeah. it's like, this is which not I okay. I bet there's a lot of pregnant women <laughs> that. I think there right? might be one right there. Yeah, Sagan sitting here. <laughs> hey, shout out to Sagan, who really should be on this podcast, but whatever. Anyway, she's sitting right there. Um, so... They're born, right? And and then uh, Esau becomes a man of the open field and a hunter and, you know, a man's man, red hair. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to Bass Pro Shops a lot. He totally does. But not just Bass Pro Shop. He actually goes out into the—he's like, yeah. not one of these he's guys that fake. just goes buy and buys all the gear. Right. He, he actu- his gear is actually dirty and, you know— yeah, Used. Yeah, exactly. It's used. Um, and, then, and then Jacob— who um, is the city th- not boy. that. <laughs> he's in the tent. He's in the kitchen with mom, you know, making up the uh, the, the lentil stew. And uh, what ends up happening, I mean, it's everybody's, or probably most people are familiar with the story. If that, you're not, pause the episode and read it real quick. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Good. But Esau comes in. He's really hungry. Jacob, who is the deceiver, the trickster, uh, ends up selling uh, Esau a, a pot of bread and stew for his birthright. Now, anybody in the, like when people in the ancient world are reading this, they're like, clearly uh, Esau doesn't have any kind of regard for his birthright. Sure. Because that's not something Which you define just birthright like. for us. Yeah, yeah. So in, uh, the, the, in the ancient world, the firstborn male mm-hmm. was always considered the heir apparent of the name, the inheritance, the blessing, the in any kind of thing that was going on. And so, but you have this oracle as well um, when uh, Rebecca inquires of the Lord and Yahweh tells her like, hey, like actually the younger is, the, the younger one's going to rule over the older one. The mm-hmm. older one will serve the younger one. And and then we see it play out right in Romans 9 when Paul alludes yes. to it and he's like, hey, Jacob, I have chosen, Esau, I have, and this is yeah. a whole other thing. Which they can go didn't. back and listen yeah. to Romans 9, right? Yeah. Esau, I've hated. It's like it's not that Yahweh like hates Esau. It's right. that he's just not chosen. He, the inheritance switches from Esau to Jacob. To Jacob. And that plays out in the coming chapters as well, and you know, as you'll see. So what happens to Esau? Yeah, totally. So um, Esau ends up going into exile, mm-hmm. right, is outside of the land of promise. And his descendants became known as the Edomites. And so, uh, and, and the the Edomites end up being, even though they are relatives of Jacob, who's later known as Yisrael, which is a super interesting name, hmm. because it, Yisra literally means to wrestle with. So it's like Yisra. El, and then El is the generic name for God, Yisrael, the one who wrestles with God. So you have someone who's is, wrestling with God, but then you have someone, Esau, which literally means red or red mountains, which is... Is, is that significant? It's just the, it's what the 
it's what Edom looks like. Oh. The oh, Red Hills. That's interesting. Yeah, that's right. So, but then also Esau is red hair and there's a lot of red. But while Yisrael, while Jacob is wrestling with God, the Edomites are wrestling with Israel. And instead of supporting Israel, um, they end up fighting them. And that and the oracle ends up becoming true, right? That that Esau uh, that they're, the the brothers are struggling against yeah. one another. Now, what's super interesting is when you read about the Edomites and the prophets, like Obadiah. It, well, yeah, Obadiah's two of them. Obadiah is basically Obadiah walks out of his house one day, walks over to Edom, and like is like, "Hey, you guys think you're all that, but you're not, and God's going to come down and destroy you." All right, peace out. And he goes back home. <laughs> that's back that's home. the book of Obadiah, which is like I don't know five lines long or something. Anyway, but when you read about Edom and the prophets, what's happening is Yahweh, there is a a unique anger that Yahweh has for Edom because Edom is supposed to be the brother Hmm, of Israel, Israel, who who when the Assyrians come down, when the Babylonians come down, when the neighboring nations like the Arameans and and those uh, attack Israel, Edom is supposed to be their teammate, get their back. Yeah. And they never do. Mm. Like instead they're like, oh, sweet. He's down. Let's kick him. Like, yeah, like let's go. Let's go get our own. And and that's what you're seeing. There's a unique anger about that because it's like, hey, you're older brother. Yeah, it's totally. It's like, hey, dude, you're my brother. You're supposed mm-hmm. to have my back. Instead, when I'm down, you're kicking me. So what's know? what's the application for us from that? Don't kick your brother when he's down. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, maybe it is that but, simple. But, yeah, it totally is. But the but what here's what's really interesting, and I want to say this because a lot of times people are like, well, does that mean that Yahweh is just like forgets Edom and they're just he's going to throw them straight into the pit of fire and burning sulfur, you know? And the answer is no. Actually, um, what ends up happening is um, in Amos and in other places, Yahweh ends up going, "Hey, um, Edom, there is a remnant in Edom who actually will fold into the family, the of nation of Israel, Israel, into the yeah. family of God." Right? And then you go to the New Testament in Romans nine, ten, and eleven, mm-hmm. and what you see is a remnant of people who are being grafted into Romans eleven. The, the, exactly right. Yeah. Okay, so there's a super interesting passage in Isaiah 19 where Isaiah is addressing Egypt and Assyria, which are the primary enemies of of Israel. Um, But he says in that day, he's talking about the future once, you know, everything has been uh, brought under the kingship of God in, um, in the kingdom of God. He says in that day, there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. The Assyrians will go to Egypt and the Egypts to Assyria. The Egyptians and Assyrians will worship together. And that day, Israel will be the third along with Egypt and Assyria. That's crazy. Hmm. Israel (laughs) will be the third. A blessing on the earth. The Lord Yahweh Almighty will bless them saying, blessed be Egypt, my people, Assyria, my handiwork, and Israel, my inheritance. What you see here is the enemies of God. Now, and I think it's safe to say that Edom would be included in the enemies of God, that the enemies of God have actually been brought under the rule and reign of the Messiah. And what we see is exactly that, that Jesus comes proclaiming the kingdom of God has has arrived, that he is the king, 
and that everyone who ends up following him by the grace of God, which has always been by the grace of God, the people of God. And so while Edom does share in the Old Testament of, or does uh, enjoy a, a – uh, uh, an infamous status of being uniquely uh, making God angry. <laughs> they are not exempt mm. from being grafted in to the kingdom of God. Nobody is because, cool. because there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria and Jesus will be the king. It's awesome. I love it, Nathan. Thank you for sharing. Heck yeah. If you found this helpful, please leave. Edomites, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> leave a review if you like Nathan's joke. And um, with that, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.